Welcome to Top Stories once again. I am Andy Zaltzman and here I am in the archives of the Bugle. Can you hear the dust on the shelves? Uh, It's virtual dust and virtual shelves. Uh, A few top stories ago, we bade a fond farewell to Silvio Berlusconi. We thought he was done for good back in November 2011, but fast forward just eight months from then to issue 200 of the Bugle, and yes, he was back. And here is what I and John Oliver thought about it at the time. Top story this week, the horn dog returneth. (laughs) And look, Buglers, we come bearing... Potentially sensational news on this, the first of the second century of Bugles. And the news is this. Silvio Berlusconi is apparently planning to run for office again in the Italian 2013 elections. It was was like he knew, Andy. It was like... He knew we had this 200th anniversary coming up, but he wanted to do something really special for us. How, how did you know, Silvio, you leathery sex pest? How did you know that this was what we wanted the most and what the world needed the least? I mean, this really would be a hell of a comeback, Andy. You know that classic scene from the end of so many movies? You know, Just when you think a villain is dead, buried in a grave, suddenly, just when everyone's calm, a hand shoots out of the ground. Well, imagine that instead of Silvio Berlusconi literally dying it was his political career that was buried and imagine that what's coming through the ground now is not his hand but is his penis that's basically what's happening in Italy right now (laughs) well according to reports um, Berlusconi has been persuaded to re-enter the uh, political bordello at the urging of Italy's business and entrepreneurial community John (laughs) Now, that just shows how dire things are in Europe, that Italy's business and entrepreneurial community are suffering so much in this age of austerity. There's not much business, not many things to entrepreneurialise themselves over, just nothing much happening. There are only so many times you can stand in your office revving an imaginary scooter before you start to wonder, what the f*** has happened to your career in business? So what is the solution? Get Berlusconi back. Sure, it won't make any difference to the economy or anything important. Sure, he's embroiled in more court cases than the number of times you or I have wondered whether snakes like pasta or whether it just makes them feel weird. But at least he'd make things entertaining, John. And that's what the world needs. That's what democracy wants. And most importantly, that is what democracy needs. Distraction from the political quagmire it has dived headfirst into without any armbands or breathing equipment. Exactly. So the Corriere della Sera reported that he will run, likely in 2013, when Mario Monti has announced that he will step down. And it should be an interesting campaign, because Berlusconi's speeches to the country are going to have to have generally the same tone that he's had to repeatedly use in speeches to his wife over the years. (laughs) Come on, Italy, you gotta forgive me. We're so good together. I know I hurt you before, but I'm a different man now. You know you miss your Silvio. <laughs> now hop on the back of this scooter. You know you love it. I think I think that's literally going to be his re-election campaign <laughs> slogan, Andy. Hop on the back of this scooter. You know you love it. <laughs> the most honest campaign slogan in electoral history. We have to ask, though, yeah, what more is, is there for him to achieve, John? You know, there, right. There can't be that many more things he hasn't yet stuck it into but I, I guess that is the thing with Berlusconi he sees opportunities to put his 75 year old Wemple Stiltsky into places that no one else would even think of putting it in <laughs> the, the New York Times came up with this rather uh, delightful understatement mm-hmm. they said that personal weaknesses tainted his premiership with scandal <laughs> tainted <laughs> yes. 
tainted, yes. John. Is that tainted in the way that Michelangelo tainted the Sistine Chapel with his paintbrush? <laughs> tainted like the summer of 1916 in the Somme area was tainted by a bit of battle. Tainted maybe <laughs> as the Titanic's luxurious voyage to New York was tainted by a minor contretemps with little Johnny Iceberg. And as for scandals, John, well, he's had more scandals than a dyslexic shoe shop owner. <clears throat> <clears throat> is, is this on? Unfortunately. Is, is this on? It is impossible to forget what kind of man you're dealing with, with Berlusconi, and the baggage that comes with the Big B, because the reminders are everywhere, and not just in the you know, upcoming court records of numerous <laughs> Italian judges, because Berlusconi, when I was, last night, when I was uh, reading about this story on a news website, they had a sidebar linking to any related stories, <laughs> and the sidebar read exactly like this, related story, women simulated sex with statue at Berlusconi party. Related story. Stripper nuns danced for Berlusconi, <laughs> trial told. Related story. Judges consider Berlusconi bribery charges. Related story. Map Italy. <laughs> that, was, that was it. That was it. I mean, look, you know what you're getting with him. That's, that's the beauty. And, you know, Berlusconi was... Of course, Premier of Italy three times and still currently faces criminal charges in at least two trials. And you might think, ah, there's no way that Italy are going to take him back. But I'm really not so sure, because I was just in Italy, Andy, on uh, vacation, and they do not seem to like Mario Monti one bit <laughs> there. He is the caring but dour stepdad in the cardigan <laughs> that they have absolutely no interest in listening to, especially when their real dad is outside in a sports car, honking the horn and promising to take them to go and buy flick knives. <laughs> Monty is all about fiscal responsibility, Andy, and Italians are all about scooters. <laughs> so they just fundamentally don't have much in common. And incidentally, just in case you're wondering how seriously Italy is taking its responsibility to impose austerity measures and make large-scale cuts to their economy at the moment, now, I was in my hotel in Rome late one night, and I, was, I stumbled on Italy's most serious political talk show. It was uh, a group of handsome men in suits talking animatedly in Italian uh, and also with their hands about the proposed <laughs> austerity measures. They were talking very fast, and I couldn't follow exactly what they were saying until... One man brought out from behind his chair an enormous pair of five-foot joke scissors and started waggling them around, and everyone burst out laughing. Now, I don't know what they were saying, Andy, but I think they were implying that the concept of fiscal responsibility is extremely funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this... We need to put this in context, John. When you listed uh, all the, the things Berlusconi has been uh, involved in. It's not, he's not so much fought the law has been involved in an abusive, dysfunctional relationship with the law in which both parties clearly hate each other. But a recent poll showed that, without Berlusconi, the Peoples of Liberty Party, which is a name for a political party that should set alarm bells ringing big time, <laughs> without, without Berlusconi as leader, currently polling 10%, with Berlusconi as, as leader, they would be polling 28%, John. That shows you, not only has that political party laid its cards on the table, but the people of Italy have laid their cards on the table. And by cards, I mean genitals. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess the conclusions that we can draw from this story are as follows. Uh, one, democracy doesn't work. Two, as discussed recently on The Bugle, if you leave a man unattended in a lock shed with a plugged-in George Foreman grill, at some point <laughs> he will clamp his testicles in that grill. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just for the hell of it. It's as true politically as economically. And three, Italy is nostalgic for the days of ancient Rome when it ruled the world, and its leaders were not afraid to use their penises in ways that most modern leaders generally shy away from. That was another top story. Thank you for listening. The latest Bugle is in your pod feed right now. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. <laughs>